This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go the podcast on a Wednesday, a rainy Wednesday in New York City as we're barreling our way through summer. And Eddie Scazzeri joins me as Al Dukes is enjoying a very long Five-day weekend. Edward, how are you, sir? Hello, podcast people. So how's it been? All right. I haven't seen, I feel like I haven't seen you guys in a couple of weeks with the way you guys had vacation. You got your summer Fridays now that mm-hmm. I was away and it's been like, ugh, big yeah, split. It uh, won't be normal again until after Labor Day. So do you yeah. like the way, it's funny because for the first year with the show, at least these hours, I shouldn't say the show, the show's different now, but these hours for about what, a year longer than me? Uh, from actually longer than that, from Thanksgiving of 07. All right, so a year and two months, basically, mm-hmm. a year and a month. Uh, you've been on longer than I have been. And so for the first, really the first seven, eight years, it was the show was off, we all took off. Correct. And then that got fractured along the way, probably in year seven or eight. Yes. And now it's to the point where I like it because I can now schedule my vacation to what works for me as opposed to waiting until June to get host yes. schedules. And with the previous um, co-host, um, in addition to his uh, saying that of the show's here, uh, we're here, except, of course, for when Boomer didn't want right, to be here exactly. and did whatever the hell he wanted. Um, then he would change things at the last minute. You would have your vacation set, and then things would change. Exactly, which was always an issue. Um, all right, a couple of things here. Start with this. Um, man arrested in New Hampshire at a Planet Fitness. Now, why would a man be arrested in a Planet Planet Finish? Give me a uh, fitness. Give me a couple of ideas why that might be the case. Uh, maybe a uh, steroid inspired fight, a rage incident, or something I, okay. like that. Or, I, uh, you know, maybe like uh, I guess a sexual harassment kind of a thing. Maybe right. Maybe he he was in a rage, like you say, and he threw a weight at right, somebody, right? Or broke some equipment intentionally in a rage, or something like, or stole something. Perhaps. Maybe wanted to cancel his membership. They wouldn't let him. Which is a problem with those places. Uh, like, in some cases, yes. Yeah. All right. That having been said, what if I told you he got arrested because he decided, since it's the quote-unquote judgment-free zone, right, that he was going to work out naked, thereby not be judged for working out naked? I thought Al always Thoughts. wore skinny jeans when he worked out. It was not Al. Oh, okay. And Al does not go to a Planet Fitness. Uh, so he was... Working out now. Was he? Do you know enough about the story to tell me? Was it, it was someone who 
like would be okay like with people seeing him working on naked or was it like a like someone like me working on naked uh i did not all there was a headshot there was oh, not okay. a full body shot of I this see. guy all i know is he worked out naked judgment free zone right except that you can't work out naked in a public gym yeah you would think that that would be like a state or town law not have you ever a... worked out naked in your house uh, well, you maybe want to start with, have I ever worked out? Well, I know but, you have, you know, I you have. did the insanity workouts um, for but, like three uh, days. Well, um, uh, no, no, I, I have not. So you've never done jumping jacks with no clothes on? Uh, no, I think that would be like, um, like uncomfortable. I think your balls would hurt. Uh, yeah, ex- that, yes. And also now with, uh, I always have to have a pocket to put my insulin pump in. <laughs> so there's that. I forgot about the insulin yeah, pump. That's a problem, yeah. too, I suppose. Right. Unless I'm holding it in my mouth as I'm bouncing around. Not a pretty sight. I think Hello. we just got a, an any drop. Yeah, hi. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so pretty stupid way to end up going to jail. Uh, he went to jail? Well, I mean, he was arrested. Oh. He was at least booked in the town jail for a few hours. And, like, I wonder how long it was, like, he was actually working out naked before the cops uh, got there. 30 seconds. And then they... they. Could you imagine the fright on a woman? So you got this pretty girl. She's running on the treadmill. All's good. Maybe you got a, a pretty girl next to her on the Stairmaster. You got the ah, guy's pumping iron. And all of a sudden, some dude walks in with nothing on. Oh, he's and starts he doing high like, knees. He, he walked in like that, or we don't know? Uh, that part of the stuff. He was working out naked. That's yeah. all you need to know. I mean, like, sitting on the, the bike. Oh, just uh, think about all the sweat uh, germs yeah. and bacteria that might funnel its way up his ass. Ugh. Uh, yeah. Gross. Yeah. So anyway, so we agree this guy's a moron. Mm-hmm. Or an exhibitionist. All right, we move on from a man exercising naked to two people naked together. Now, here's the back. Backstory to this. You've got a couple. They're having affairs on each other's husband and wife. Okay. Both married. Yep. Having an affair. But the person we're going to focus on is the poor schmuck who found them. Okay. That would be the wife. Well, excuse me. The husband found his wife in the garage. This is the irony of it. They're in a garage. She was having an affair on her husband with their mechanic. Okay. Excellent. In the car... In her home, car running, they die of carbon monoxide poisoning. I see. So he found them. He finds them naked in the car, dead. And now that seems like he's a mechanic, right? And Ah, uh, the, the, the man that she was having the affair right. was with a mechanic, which I find incredibly odd that he would not know. Of, yes. So perhaps suicide pact or was there no um, note? I do not believe there was a note. Well, I did not read all. I pulled an owl on this one. I didn't oh, read all 17 you, paragraphs. You read the headline. I Well, I read the first few paragraphs because the way the story was written was uh, essentially how do you deal with the ending of a life this way? The grief of losing your significant other, your spouse, to the horror of how you found them and what they were doing, the betrayal, and now you got to bury them. And the anger. The hatred. The thing. Absolutely. Oh, that's... that's um... That's that's pretty bad. Let me ask you this. Does children it make it, or you don't know? Do, what's that? Children? That part of it is. Okay. Say. Does it make it easier, though? Meaning, had you walked in, let's just say it's me or you. Mm-hmm. We walk into our living room and our, wife, our, our wives have passed out and they're unconscious and they pass away. And you've had a great marriage, great life. You are grief stricken now. 
because even in this case, they were in their early 40s, I believe. So for us, we're in our mid-40s, early 50s, whatever the hell you are, and your life comes crashing down, and you are just broken up beyond your belief. Right. Does it make it easier, though, because the anger takes over and gets you through that grief period? I think human nature being what it is for most people, I would have to say yes. I think it would. It'd be like, yeah, I, I think it would soften the the grief the blow. Of, of the death, Yeah, I would say. Although you have the grief of the betrayal, which is sort of grief and anger at the same time. Um, but uh, yeah, I would have to say it would. It oh. would make it uh, a little easier. What a state of confusion that poor oh guy's got to be going through. Holy crap. And if he had kids, and I don't know that they had kids or not. I didn't get that far. But if they have kids, I mean, my God, the lasting image of your mom. Right. Uh, it, well, it also then it would depend upon the age of the kids. True. How much are they aware? Because you can kind of hide it from if they're under five. Well, that's true, too. And they wouldn't know until they grow up later and it's in the Internet and they look up their uh, mom. Well, yeah, there's there's that. Yeah. The whole well, there's Internet. <laughs> Everything yeah. lives on now. That's that's true. There's no hiding from anything. Uh, this is what I find interesting. You talk about being unconscious. That was one of the examples I had raised. Are you aware of a singer named Demi Lovato? I am not. Demi Lovato is one of the hottest pop artists right now and has been, I would say, for the last four or five years. Okay. She's, in my opinion, stunningly beautiful, uh, very attractive, great figure, great singer, lots of energy. It recently had come to light that she was a drug addict. Oh, okay. That's and unfortunate. So, yeah, she and she was very uh, forthcoming with that. She wanted to make herself an example. Maybe it would help people that also had the demons that she has. Admirable. And I believe it was yesterday or the day before she was found unconscious in her hotel room as she had another relapse. And I find it sad, um, fascinating, all of the other words, how some people just can't break free from it. And how it's literally, what they always tell you is one day at a time, how it is a fight every single second of your life. Just because you're sober for three months or three years or 30 years, you're never free from it. No, and there's in some people that um, if it's more of a chemical than a psychological addiction, it could be almost impossible. What would be a psychological addiction? Well, um, where it's not like you're going to like go into sort of the... Uh, the painful detoxification, if it if you don't have those kind of symptoms, but it's just like you feel like you want to do it and you're certain, that would be the difference. Not that psychological addiction isn't just as real, but I believe, you know, if it's a chemical addiction, it's even so much harder, sure. I, I would think. Right, well, because your body's being pulled to it. And then, and some people, when they get off of the, the drug, they need to replace it with something. And Sometimes people will find God and get so into the God thing. But in that case, even though I'm an atheist, but if it's saving them from the other alternative, then, you know, but yeah, it's very sad. And she, I just Googled her. She's quite beautiful. Yes. Demi Lovato is about as attractive as they come. Mm -hmm. And she's great. She's a great performer. I have a couple of friends that have taken their daughters to see her. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. You know, up there with Katy Perry with the energy on stage and, and all that. So, yeah, very sad. And, and to see someone just battling these demons, especially at such a young age, mm-hmm. and the success that she's... And here's the other thing. With the money that she makes, it's always going to be close to her, right. meaning easy and accessible to get. Well, you know, we've lived it very close to well, us. Well, of course. 
You know, so yeah, we we've seen it. All right, last story for you, Eddie, as we wrap up today's podcast. Um, and I think if I know you well enough, you're going to say yes, you would and could. I'm going to tell you I could not. So Dwayne Wade, as everybody out there knows, I think, um, is probably an NBA Hall of Famer. Um, he's been offered to play. I'm not sure where he stands right now. I think he's a free agent. Uh, he's older. He's been offered $25 million to play in China. Three-year deal, roughly $8.3 a year. And I guess my question to you would be, at that stage of your life, now he's probably in his mid-30s, I would say, mm-hmm. do you think you could pick up and move out of the blue to a country like China? Um, it. You thought I would say immediately yes. Yes, uh, I did. I. It's That's a tough one. To pick up and move in a place where they speak the same language, yes. So you could sure. pick up and move to London if you had to. Uh, London, you know, Canada, the Yukon, Alaska, you know, something like that. But um, I've been to China uh, many years ago now, and to the language thing would be tough, to not be able to communicate with people. And Chinese is just as hard as English to learn, right. you know, for a non-native speaker who didn't grow up, you know, when you, you that formative time between uh, birth and four years old when you can learn languages easy. It's very difficult uh, to learn. And But if you're going to learn a language, immersion is the best way to do it. And I guess I could watch the uh, uh, Chinese equivalent of Friends Perhaps, every day and uh and learn but uh i would not be uh so quick to jump at that you imagine I, how different your life is and, and well yes and less different than it was in 1994 when i was there but still just in you know, the, the communist regime um why less uh, different why what do you mean uh, it, well i think the because of the internet and the access people have to other ideas is made it a little better and I think the control has loosened a bit uh, in the uh, with the way the uh, government controls everything, but still, it's not what we would call free by our standards, right. certainly. Um, and uh, yeah, it would be it would be really tough for me to do that, just because of the whole. I would just feel so alone and isolated. Do you ever have the idea at this age? Are you ready to move? I mean, you're still working, obviously. Yes. You're not at retirement age yet. No. If you could, I mean, w- is this about the time you'd like to move on? Uh, I've thought about it. Yeah. Yeah. I just, when we were up in Vermont recently, uh, and uh, we were aware of this uh, for various reasons, this this house for sale in Stowe, uh, Vermont, and we looked at the price, and I was like, you know what? We could do this. Now, it's no, we don't have children, so that makes everything a lot. Oh, easier. much easier, sure. Um, and I was like, you know, we we, this is within our, the realm of possibility, if we wanted to do it. Um, we would probably be able to sell our house and still come away with a profit, because oh, obviously you know about the price differences in real oh, estate sure. and all that stuff. So, but. You know, then you have like, where do you get a job? And, you know, because I, I would still have to work. Right. I'm not at the point where I can just not work anymore. So, but like if it would be hard, it would be a struggle and we would have to like cut back on a lot of things. But it's within the realm of possibility at this point for me. Hmm. But uh, so, yeah, I, I, I've thought about it. And I've actually thought the other day is like, I wonder when I am going to retire. You know, hopefully I will have that choice. Right. And not be kicked out or kicked to the curb. 
Uh, so sure, I've thought about it. I always said fifty. You were gonna say you would like to be done. At I 50? would like to be semi-retired by fifty. Like I don't ever anticipate me not working at something. Like I would love to just do the basketball stuff. Sure, and that's it. Which is a decent, not like uh, you know, you can't put kids to college uh, through college on just no, that. No, it pays very well. Yeah, it does. It pays very but well, but not like you know, not like a the. Obviously, it would be a decrease from your current salary. Well, well um, I mean, I have three jobs right now. Correct. So yes, right. Of course. So, but uh, yeah, but once you, the kids are up, uh, older, and and set. Well, how? What are you? Forty two. Four. Forty four. Forty four years. Wow. I'm, I'm I'm six years away from it. See, I would think. I thought in my head, I would think. I I would have thought that you would would want to work until your kids are at least in college. Probably. I mean, it depends on where they want to go, what they want to do. Right. There's a lot of different avenues to take, and right. certain colleges are a hell of a lot more oh, money boy. than others. Yes. Um, right now, and there's, I mean, listen, a lot can change between now and in five years from now. But right now, my son is all into this Rutgers. Mm-hmm. He loves going to the games. He loves the university. At which it's a great school. Great and school. And for an in-state person. It's affordable. Yes. You know, but, it's, and it's a, it's, it's, Almost, uh, almost Ivy League quality education. It's a great education. It's close, which is cool too. Yes, um, and it's affordable. And so I would be thrilled if that's the decision he made. And then I could steer my younger guy that way too. And so, how old is uh, is uh, your eldest? Uh, he's going to be fourteen. Okay. He'll be in eighth grade. Still a lot of time. Just changes. Well, that's mind. why I said right. a lot can happen in the next sure. four to five that's, years. Yes. But I will say the one high school he's wanted to go to for the last four years has not changed. And it seems like when he makes up his mind, he's pretty mm-hmm. narrow-minded on it. Like, he's, mm-hmm. he's tunnel vision. Um, and the more he comes to the games, the more he gets into it. Yes. And unless they fire me, which I hope isn't the case anytime soon, I don't plan on I – mean, I did, I did uh, Columbia for 11 years. Yes. So I should be so lucky to get 11, 12 years out of this. Yeah. And also, that's great you, to get him into that whole – because I didn't really have that experience at Stony Brook – that whole sports and rah rah. Sure. It wasn't. It just didn't. Exist. I didn't have it either at Jersey City. Right. So and not that Star- and Sternberg now has got that yes. a lot more. But when especially I was, with the basketball near arena, when I was there, uh, it was and it was sort of a commuter school. The yeah. campus was dead on the weekends. It was just a strange situation. But for him to really get into that Big Ten, yep. Sports. It's a and great like, atmosphere. Yeah. And what could cinch it is in a couple of years when, uh, you know, he gets his girlfriend. Hopefully, you know, she's got a Rutgers plans too. That, yeah. that could cinch it. That's That could always uh, send things out crooked. Uh, the other way. <laughs> yes. Also. Yeah, so, I'm going to California. That's why I said a lot can change. <laughs> I want to be a Pepperdine wave. By the way, that wouldn't be so bad. Yeah. All right, Eddie, thank you very much. I appreciate you sitting in for Al. I want to take a moment to talk to you guys if you have a veteran in your life. Uh, I am the son of a veteran, uh, so certainly I hear uh, things like this, and I think it's very helpful. If you are a veteran yourself, a veteran in your family, you know you can get confidential support by dialing 1-800-273-8255 or pressing the number 1. Uh, there's a lot of help out there if you if you need it, if you so choose to seek it, look for it, don't be alone. There's no reason to be alone. There's help out there. You can lo- use the online chat function at veteranscrisisline.net. You can text them at 838-255. It's confidential support. It's available 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and it's 365 days a year. I mean, you talk about never turning your back and being there for you. The help is there. It's for veterans and their families.
1-800-273-8255, press 1. You can text them at 838-255 or use the online chat function, veteranscrisisline.net. Yes, because of PTSD, it's a real thing. And not only that, or if it's a depression from a debilitating injury, whatever the case may be, help is out there. No doubt about it. Once again, the uh, website, veteranscrisisline.net. Eddie, awesome warm-up coming up now. See you Wow. <laughs> I was not Thank bad. You. Thank you. All right, we'll see you later. Good morning, campers. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products, the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. Use it on your roof already. Oh, right, well, very good Wednesday morning to you. This portion sponsored by Hotels.com. No Al Dukes. He's today. lazy. And while he he yeah, he is actually. He's uh, not gonna be here today. Uh, tomorrow or Friday, he gets a very long weekend. So I have uh, Eddie and Bob, of course, in the control room with me to uh, take us through the next 15 minutes. And I will tell you this, Eddie, get ready and record because I did not sleep uh, really more than two hours on Monday night. And last night I decided to take uh, one of those little Tylenol PMs. Not two, I just took one. Some people take two, I took one. So it wouldn't completely kill me. And that didn't work either. Really? And I, Oh, really? And I was, I took that at about... 6.45, I would say. Yes. Figure by 7.30, I'll get to sleep. Sleep mm-hmm. till about 3.15. Good to go. I was still awake at 9.30, and my body was fighting the exhaustion, if you will, to where I probably fell asleep after 10, and I feel, well, stoned. Like, just awful right now. Excellent. So get ready for a mistake-filled Wednesday, which is just going to be... Not great. All right. Uh, that having been said, so the Yankees win last night in Tampa Bay. And, you know, we always play the John Sterling calls for the home runs, uh, and they've become legendary. And you either love them or you hate them. You're probably nowhere in between. This was a new one, though, from last night. And I'll play it with Boomer and Geo in about 40 minutes, too. But I'll play it for you guys. Let's tell you, if you like it, you spike it. Remember, we used to do that. We'll do that here. It's 30 seconds. Let it play out. Tell me if we keep this going forward. The pitch to Duffy is grounded to short. Didi feels and throws to first in time. Ball game over. Yankees win. The Yankees win. All right, all good so far. Here it comes. And Masahiro Tanaka pitches a complete game shutout and a beauty, giving up only three hits, one walk, and striking out nine. The sun will come out. Tanaka Bet your bottom dollar with Tanaka. <laughs> I got to be honest. I thought it was awesome. I love it. It's kind of funny, right? Well, when Bob sort of told me what was ha- going to be happening, I immediately thought that it would not be terrible. Terrible, <laughs> terrible, terrible, terrible. But he's after, setting himself up. But after hearing it. Very cute. Very oh, cute. Thank uh, you. Yes. Uh, yeah. Kind of neat, though, right? So there you go. John Sterling with uh, his latest, which I thought was pretty good. A um, couple of other things from baseball before we move on. we got to get to Kiara Mia, who's become this big famous porn star at this point with the Jimmy Garoppolo date last week. But a couple of other things. You ever look at baseball? And so the Mets start the season 11-1. and one. They show you potential to be a really good baseball team in a really small sample size, taking 11 of the first 12. And then you look at teams like the Oakland A's now. They are 25-7 and seven in their last 32 games. You look at the Pittsburgh Pirates, who are essentially left for dead. They've won 11 straight games. And you look up and down a major league roster, not really the Mets at this point because it's a minor league roster uh, all around the diamond, and you wonder why more teams 
can't find hot streaks like this. Now, the Yankees were 9-9, and they wound up ripping off, what, 22 out of 24, something crazy. But when you look around the league, all these guys are so talented. Like, why is it not possible for more teams to do this and have long winning streaks to put themselves in more in better positioning as we reach the late summer? You guys watching baseball a long time. Like, it seems like the Mets, they're just mired in nothingness right now. And yep. yet they're all very talented, and all the teams can't do it. And the hope always exists in the fans' mind. Oh, you know, we can you know, win 12 in a row, get right back in it. It w- rarely happens. And wasn't the Colorado Rockies probably nine, ten years ago, didn't they have that month of September where they were pretty much a nothing average baseball team and ripped off like 25 out of 30? Right. And that's the hope you hold on to, which is why being a GM is so difficult when you come to the middle of the summer. What do you do with your team? And right, and Al's little uh, Twitter thing where he says he puts out a poll, he only has to look at the first so many, and then that'll be the percentage. Which is why that doesn't work. Correct. And you look at the Mets, you know, according to that theory, the Mets would have been, uh, you know, 130 and uh, 32. They would have been the Red Sox. Right. And so you look at teams like that. I don't know. It's just it's interesting when you see what teams like Pittsburgh and Oakland are doing right now as they've kind of thrust themselves right back into contention. And then the other thing is, and, Eddie, don't get nuts on me. I'm begging you not to get crazy on me with where I'm going here. And don't give me all your scientific nonsense. That's not for now. Okay. Podcast He's going to give it to you. Later or tomorrow or whatever. No, don't, please don't. So I'm, I'm reading about the Phillies and the Dodgers. And the way the Phillies win last night is Trevor Plouffe hits a game-winning home run off of Kike Hernandez. All right. It's a position player, 16 innings. We've actually seen that a lot this season happen with the Cubs where they write two position players yep. pitched in the same game. So here's the thing that I that that caught my attention. Hernandez is the first player to play the infield outfield and allow three runs on the mound in the same game since Babe Ruth did it back in 1921. We had the stat from Jacob DeGrom yesterday, something, whatever the case may be, where he's failed to win seven games and 20 starts where he's got a sub-2 ERA since 1912. How long has the earth been around? Uh, four. A million years? Billion years? How 4. many? 4.5 billion. 4.5 billion years. You ever realize how small of a sample size our time on Earth is? And how, like, where is base? Where is Super Bowl, what, 53 coming up? 54? Right. Where are we at? 53. Like, is the NFL still going to exist in 600 years? I would say no. All right. Now, don't get crazy on me. I'm not asking about humans blowing each other up or the Earth exploding. Let's assume we all get along and the Earth is still rotating. Do these leagues still exist? Like, well, in the year, what year is this, 2018? In the year 2450, are we still going to be talking about Babe Ruth? Uh, we yeah. won't be. Well, I well, mean. we won't be. It'll, there, we may still be talking about baseball as a sport that once existed. And perhaps then somebody who specializes in that would know about Babe Ruth. But the everyday person, no shot. So you don't think. These games are here for hundreds and hundreds of years. Like, if you really think about it, it's 130, 140 years old, and that's it. I would think, though, how couldn't it, like, barring, like you're saying, some natural disaster or people killing right. each Forget other. Forget all that stuff. That's why I wanted you to be quiet for a second. How couldn't, like, today, what would, ha- something crazy would have to happen for an entire right. league to shut down? So you can just say, oh, yeah, 100 years from now, 200 years from now, yeah, it's not going to, but why? Like, we're going to get to, I know UFC has, like, UFC 9,000, they're up to that, because they do that every, however, that might go away. every couple of months. Yes, probably will go. But, you know, are we going to get to Super Bowl 455? You ever think about that? Like, how 
early on. Well, the NFL, you could say maybe development injured, like the concussion thing could derail it. All right. But I'm yeah. saying, though, that that That's would be a catastrophe I mean, thing. I just mean it's but such a sport a like, for your sample. argument, a sport like baseball or basketball, why would it go away? I wouldn't think it would. But it's just it's 100 years, and that's it out of 4 billion years of this Earth existing. And how long have humans been walking the Earth? Uh, 100 to 150,000, okay. depending on what So it took us 149,900 years to come up with these sports to play. And you wonder how long they're going to go Well, on. look at, you know, the first, uh, what are the original Olympics and see what, what events are still around. They probably said the same thing about, like, jousting. This is never going away. <laughs> That's right. You put them in the Coliseum. This is great. Point, right? <laughs> right, and now you see it at medieval times, and that's it. Well, that's a pre- right for about $90 a person. And the last one before we take a break, because this is a follow-up to a story that we had, I guess it was last week, I don't even remember. So Kiara Mia is the porn star that uh, went out with Jimmy Garoppolo, and everybody's wondering why exactly. Like, why did they do that? Not I so wasn't wondering her. why. Well, people were wondering <laughs> why. People were wondering why Jimmy Garoppolo might have put himself out there. Now, for her, the story today is that her clicks and downloads have gone through the roof because for people like me, you, and Eddie, who probably never heard of her before, now we have. Maybe more inclined to click. You never click know. Click away, America. Up to you. If that's your thing, go for it. Who are we to judge? In terms of Garoppolo, how about this endorsement deal that he was offered? Did you see this? A website called XBlaze has offered him uh, a spot to be their spokesman. So what is XBlaze and what do they want him to promote? No clue? Pornography? The use, oh, sure. Yes, the, of course, endorsed the adult film industry, but also uh, the use of marijuana. (laughs) Now, how much would he have to be paid to even consider that? They couldn't use it. It's a marijuana-based porn site. I don't even know what that means. Yeah, like sounds like a money manger. (laughs) Yeah, would that? I don't know if that works like together. Uh, Well, I don't know. It's a it's a thing. Could it's a thing? And I, you know, what I do the podcast with Al all the time. Some of these things that exist in this world in the porn industry are baffling beyond your wildest dreams. So why the hell not? So there you go. That's what Jimmy Garoppolo has to look forward to. Anyway, all right, we're going to take a quick break. Got a couple more stories for you. Uh, and then Boomer and Geo next. This portion sponsored by Hotels.com. With Hotels.com, get rewarded from seaside cabins to resorts. For every 10 nights you stay, you get one free. Hotels.com, you do you and get rewarded. Free nights do not include taxes and fees. Boomer and Geo next on The Fan. It's the dynamic duo of Alan Jerry on the warm-up show. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products and the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. The superheroes of building products. All right, welcome back. Couple more, a couple more minutes to the top with Boomer and Geo. Last night, the Yankees and Masahiro Tanaka shut out the Rays. Very early start. Quick turnaround today, 12-10. All the coverage on the fan at 11-30. The uh, Yankees did get themselves Zach Britton from the Orioles as that bullpen gets better and better and better. Uh, and the Mets did beat the Padres last night, 6-3 to as well. A couple more minutes here with uh, Eddie and Bob inside. Did you see the story of former Brown offensive lineman Joe Thomas and the weight that he has lost in literally four months since he has stopped playing football. Now, he had the torn tricep, right? Remember him? And he's the one who had that string of... He was an Iron Man. Never missed a game. Always played. Never missed a snap. Right. I mean, he was... I think he missed a snap this season before the injury. It was like, whoa, my God. He came off the field for a minute. So they have said he was on NFL Network yesterday, and he looked like fit and in shape, and they said he lost over, in four months, 50 pounds. 
And so I guess someone went to him and asked, like, how did you do that? What's your workout regimen? Because you clearly worked out when you were playing. And he said, well, when you stop consuming five to 6,000 calories a day, the weight fall. Could you imagine five to 6,000 calories? And he had to do that because of the effort he was putting forth. He, and yeah. the bulk he needed to maintain. And the size he needed to maintain. And he said part of it was you would eat until you were beyond full. Most meals would be eat until you can't breathe, essentially. And so he lost the weight just by going back to a normal 2,000-calorie diet. Have you guys ever kept track of what you do in, a, in the course of a day? No. Never mm. once? No. Clearly, Eddie hasn't. Uh, well, let's not look yourself in the mirror. I Bob. lost five pounds. <laughs> you lost five pounds? Yes. What, in the last month? No, in the last, like, Five days. Well, good for you. So Joe Thomas lost 50 pounds. And this one I love. John Gruden says he will give money back to the Raiders if he does not succeed as head coach this time around. You buying? I don't believe it. Believe it when I see it. What does that mean? It so means success. How, how are we defining success? That's a good question. If they win nine games, is that a successful season? Is it 10 games? Is it a I, I Super think Bowl? They, I think if they go to, well, of course, the Super Bowl would be the ultimate success. The question is, is are, are you happy with just making it to the playoffs? I guess... Given where they're coming out of it and the reason why he was hired, I would say that would be a success. And how does it affect his taxes? Wake up with Boomer and Geo from 6 to 10 a.m. and drive home with Mike Francesa.